This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome, everyone, to the Betting Weekly Extra Time World Football Show brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book from the Because We Win team. Uh, Steve Wiss here alongside RJ. And are you ready to rock and roll for another week, my man? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This is one of my uh, one of my favorite days doing the podcast with you, Steve. So uh, let, let's get let's back let's get back on the right foot, and uh, we've got a few uh, few nice looking plays lined up here. Uh, just a two and three record for us last week. Unfortunately, a loss on the show. Um, overall, we're in minus 0.36 from three shows now, so a minimal loss, really. Um, mm-hmm. I've got to say, it looked like it was going to be a lot worse because we were 0-3 at one point. Uh, I, did, I had a terrible read on one of the games in Norway, the Asan shade match, uh, which ended nil-nil. Um, got very unlucky with another pick, but we rebounded well. Rosenborg went over. Uh, the match in Bolivia was an absolute cracker. I watched it myself. That was a great call there, RJ. Um, Thanks, all yeah. sorts of madness was going on. It's a wild, we, wild we, league. We, we come out alive. We came out of the week alive. Yes. Yep. No, 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 no major harm there. So, uh, but hey, that's happens, right? We do our best to try to minimize, and that's where like the we talked about the over two point seven fives, the over three point two fives, right? Try to set it up for uh, minimal loss, if 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 any, right? Exactly that, exactly that, my man. So, yeah, we've got a few picks on the show, uh, but we're going to start off with, we're going to talk about the Gold Cup final. And that's between Ma- uh, Mexico and Panama this weekend. And, um, yeah, we, you know, on the Bet Rivers World Football Show, we do cover the biggest of all the games. And um, to be honest, I, I did my research for this and I was fully expecting it to be the USA against Mexico <laughs> or possibly Jamaica, actually, um, for Panama have beaten the US in a semi-final on penalties. And uh, I suppose you've got to tip your hat to them, haven't you? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, let's just look at the odds for the game. Mexico minus 177 favourites. The tie is plus 260. And Panama plus 510. That's inside 90 minutes. Um, I'm going to try and find uh, odds for whoever to win the trophy. But, I mean... Based on initial thoughts here, RJ, Mexico at minus 177 inside 90 minutes, would that be a yay or a nay from you? I mean, because of that price, I would never, truly never take anything at minus 175. I'd probably try to look at an Asian handicapping line, like minus 0.75. I'm sure you're you're looking at that, Steve. But, um, I mean, one... <laughs> one would expect Mexico to come on top, just like one would expect the US, uh, USA uh, to come out on top, but let, let's let's talk about that briefly. Like USA um, had their their B squad, so to speak, and I've talked to a couple friends and and whatnot on this. And you know, all right, there's this transfer windows, people switching teams, yada yada. But at the end of the day, um, most countries try to put their best foot forward. Um, and 
you know, I truly don't understand the, the mindset, right? Because the World Cup is what three years away. I'm not sure what we're worried about from a from an injury or uh, any kind of that perspective. I know there's new season starting up, but there's new seating seating starting up for uh, Mikel Antonio, who's on Jamaica, and Leon Bailey, uh, who plays fast and via. So, you know, I don't know. Um, the USA chose their their B squad and maybe even C squad for that matter. There is some young talent. Uh, Cade Cowell, the young 19 year old, looked pretty sharp out there. Um, but Panama deserved that win. Um, Mexico handled Jamaica very, very uh, handedly. Three nil win. That was uh, a strong showing by them. I think they needed that, especially over their fallout after the getting dropped out of the the, the first round of the World Cup. Um, but yeah, I, I mean. Mexico looks strong. Um, Panama's pretty sound defensively. They're pretty well put together squad. A lot of MLS talent. Um, the goalkeeper for for Panama deserves some credit. He made some big saves in that penalty shootout uh, against the U.S. Um, I, you know, because of the nature of the game, because of how Panama's style of play is, I I, I guess I'd lean a low scoring affair here. Um, but but you know it's hard to argue that Mexico won't lift the trophy. Uh, it's uh, they're they're the they have more talent. Uh, they're a deeper squad. Um, arguably, you know they'll probably have more of a home field advantage, so to speak, because Mexican Mexican fans have traveled well. They traveled well in Vegas last night. I expect them to travel well in uh, I believe San uh, L.A. It's at SoFi Stadium, so that's a massive stadium. Um, it's hard to argue against Mexico here. Simple as that. And they'll get quite a lot of support there down in that part of California as well, won't they? So, yes. uh, I mean, I've got to be honest, I've not actually been watching this Gold Cup. But it's one of those, I, I can't cover every tournament and I was away for half of it on vacation. Mm. So I decided not to bother. But I mean, just looking at the stats of it, it's mentioned, interesting you mentioned uh, you fancy a low scoring game, but actually both teams have been involved in, in quite a few um, higher scoring games in this, uh, in this tournament. Um, apart from that, recent semi-final for Panama. I did look at over two goals at, um, I think it was minus 130. Um, so, um, but that would just be minus 148, minus 148 actually. But uh, I can't really commit to anything here because all I've been watching is the highlights really. And I don't, you know, I don't know enough about Panama. It's as simple as that. So, well, um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair, Steve. I mean, I, I watched a few of the matches and, um, you know, they they were lucky not to be, ahead uh, earlier in the match there was a couple goals that they have rightfully so they were off sides but um you know they, they're finished they're pretty strong finishers um I, I think you know they probably don't get as much credit as they deserve i think the odds makers are maybe giving them a little bit of disjustice here at plus five ten or or you know i've seen plus 600 in some places but um you know, Mexico's hungry, right? Uh, as I stated after their first uh, the, their their exit in the World Cup uh, in the first round. So um, the thing is, too, to keep in mind, right, is is these sides uh, because Canada, USA, and Mexico do not have to qualify because they're host countries. Um, they get that automatic bid in the World Cup, right? This opens the door up for sides like Panama, right, um, to potentially sneak in because of that. So. It's a really big test for them because this is a side that, you know, obviously between USA and Mexico, you could argue Canada slightly. This, it's the top two countries in, in North America. Um, so it's uh, it's a big game. It's a big game for them. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll be tuning in, but 
like I said, I expect Mexico to raise the trophy. Yeah, it does sound like there might be a few Coronas and a few tequilas drunk at the full-time whistle. Um, whoever wins it, maybe, actually. But, uh, mm. yeah, Mexico do look like fair favourites here. Uh, good luck if anyone is taking anything in this Gold Cup final. If we had to do a quick correct scoring 90-minute prediction, RJ, what are you thinking? Man, that's tough. I, I would say um, I would go 2-0 Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, it it's argue, it's tough to argue because like I don't Mexico is 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 quite sound um defensively they've had slipped up recently yeah I I, I just stick with 2-0 that's my original gut uh reaction there Okay yeah say so anyone taking anything in that game do uh do have the best of luck simple as that we're going to move on to our actual picks on the show this week now I will start things off in in Norway unfortunately Obosli again the second tier is on its summer break. No more Obosl again until the 5th of August. So we're stuck mm. with the top division only, uh, or some of the lower leagues, actually, if those of you are betting that. But um, I'm going on a Saturday here, Saturday the 15th. This is Volarenga against Molder. Over three goals is my pick, and that's at minus 114. And uh, there's actually quite a lot of spice surrounding this game. There's been some big news in Norway this week about a managerial change. Um, the Volarenga have uh, hired a new manager called Geir Backer, and they've snapped him up from their biggest rivals, Lillestrøm. This is like Spurs snapping up Mikel Arteta or Man United getting Jurgen Klopp suddenly um, right. mid-season. So real shock. Massive. One of the most incredible manager transfers I've ever known in Norway. Um, now, Volarenga fans are loving it. Um, they think they've got their man. They think this is the the manager who can take them to long-term success. And, you know, <laughs> they've already had a bit of a, a, a burst, if you might say. They've, uh, they're have they into the semi-final of the Norwegian Cup. They um, In midweek, they came from 2-0 down to beat Brandt. So, I think already the feeling is a lot better. And I think this is going to be a complete shootout match, RJ. Both teams are going to be going really hard at each other. Anyone who's watched any Molder matches recently will know that they are very close to hitting some really good form. They, their metrics are unbelievable. They're shooting so often. Um, last week, they, they hammered Bran. It was only 2-0. It was really... I felt for anyone on the over, actually, because it should have been about 5 or 6. Um, but you know, they're another team. Had a good cup mid winning midweek, 3-1. And I'm really struggling to see how there's not, not at least three goals scored in this game. I really am, because um, I just think the new manager will come in and he'll want to make a stamp of his authority straight away. And uh, both teams will be going hammer and tong. For those who like head-to-heads, records eight of the last nine between these two teams have been both teams scoring. It's a history where it's one of those where no one accepts a draw. I think we've had a few. I think I mentioned this before on, on some of the matches in Scandinavia. And when you get that sort of scenario, you, you don't want to be on the under, I tell you now, because um, it's just defensive play doesn't exist. So I don't know who's going to win the game. It, it wouldn't shock me, actually, if, if Wallowing even got the three points. But I think something like 3-2 either way could well happen, or at worst, 2-1. So over three goals at minus 114. I think this goal line should be 3.25 or even 3.5. Yeah, Um I, I took a look at this match as well, Steve. This was on my radar. Um, you know, certainly not not trying to play devil's advocate. I, I, I had some reserve only because of the inconsistencies of Molde on the road so far this season. 
Um, but what you stated, and, and that's important information about Valarenga getting that new coach, right? Uh, anytime you get a new coach, typically, typically uh, the team gets really, uh, you know, extra motivated, maybe brings in some slight changes and, and there's something, some new life, so to speak, for, for a side who's sitting in the bottom half, um, you know, maybe gives them some optimism and, and, and gives them that spark they need. So um, there's certainly a lot of good motivational factors re regarding this play. I can't can't disagree with you on that one. Yeah, this manager, Gare Bakke, has actually beaten Mulder in two of his last three matches against them as well. So he uh, he certainly knows how to play again. 2-1, actually, with those wins. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't moan at 2-1 again, although let's get another one on top of that this time. Absolutely. So I can Absolutely. Cool the line. <laughs> um, we'll go to your first play of the week, RJ. You're back in Uruguay this week and uh, the match involved in both team called Liverpool, Liverpool of Uruguay. Um, the Liverpool, not sure, yeah. I'm not sure what their full name is, but it's Liverpool against Plata Colonia. Tell us more about your pick. Yeah, so I'm going to Uruguay. It's it's been pretty good to us so far to start the show, and it's been pretty good to me this season. So we're looking at a match between Liverpool Montevideo versus Plaza Colonial. Uh, we are looking at the um, at currently speaking the first place side versus the last place side, and it's pretty straightforward. Um, you know, you got some top so two two top. Well, you have the second or co-top scorer in, in Uruguay. Um, his name is Ruben Betancourt, came from the rival Penarol. Um, and they're typically the top side in Uruguay, right? So he was one of their top scorers over the last few seasons. He made the switch over here, and right away he's already made a big contribution um, sitting in the uh, second spot of the top goal scorers. Uh, Plaza Colonial, Um Bottom bottom dwellers, uh, as I said, they're in they're they're in last place, and they've been pretty poor, especially as of late. Uh, of their last four matches or five matches, they've allowed at least three goals. Um, that's whether home or on the road. And and on the road, they lost recently to uh, Nacional, uh, who's a second place squad, four one. They lost to Racing Montevideo, who's sitting in the middle of the table, four one. Um, but they have found the net in their last five away matches and Liverpool on the other hand have put up at least three goals over their last six home matches. Uh, more importantly, most recently starting in June when the season kind of kicked off for them or may they've scored at least three goals uh, themselves. Right. So having said that um, they've allowed at least two goals out of their last four home matches and the stats just indicate uh, simply a high-scoring match. They both sides very rarely keep a clean sheet. Um, over two, um, over two point five goals looks very likely just from the home side alone. It's certainly not a bet I would stay away from. I think it's probably got some good plus money value. Uh, and you know, with that being said, um, my play is going to be over. Uh, correct me, Steve. It's over two point seven five goals at uh minus 105 so close to even yes. money here um i took the i took that right over 2.5 it was minus around 130 135 i'd rather take the over 2.75 here i think we'll get a better return and i think it's got a high likelihood of fully cashing here yeah i, I prefer the 2.75 line whenever possible really uh over two and a half um so the last time you, you took a pick involving Plata Colonia, unfortunately, the home team's president died. 
and we got a delayed right. match, didn't we? So uh, let's hope that doesn't happen. But the same four-one outcome, we would certainly take again. So um, yeah, it looks so good. They don't. They the word clean sheet does not exist in their vocabulary. It does not. Um, nope. I like all. action on um, both ends. Sixteenth <laughs> of April, the last time Plata Colonia uh, kept a clean sheet a long time ago. Um, okay, so that's over two point seven five goals in that match in Uruguay. Liverpool Montevideo against Plata Colonia. I'll move on to another pick um, for the show here and uh, staying in Norway. And regular listeners will know which match I'm targeting here. Again, we are going to be drinking from the Rosenborg well once more. Over 2.5 goals is incredibly at plus money for this mm. game, plus 102. And I can't resist this one. And I think the only reason this is plus money is because of the opposition, Tromso, who have for several years have had this reputation of being a low-scoring under team. And they do typically end up with probably more unders than, than, than most sides in the league. But it doesn't mean that their matches don't have goals in them. Um, last week, actually, they, they had a nil-nil, which I don't mind that because the chances of going back-to-back nil-nils in Norway is very, very low. Mm-hmm. Um, and the match against Volarenga that they had their expected goals were 2.3 or something. They just ran into a great keeper. But really, again, the main focus on the pick is on Rosenborg, who keep losing games. The giant of Norwegian football, just three points above the relegation zone. They have to start winning, and they nearly did did last week, but they um, they conceded two late goals. The amount of chances they missed again was remarkable. If you look at the stats for this game, they miss some huge opportunities. They're still conceding a lot of chances at the other end of the field. They're conceding goals. And un- until this happens where, you know, you can rely on them defensively, I think you've got to be looking at taking over two and a half when you can, certainly at plus money. And if you wanted to be conservative, you could even look at over 2.25. But um, at plus money here, I'm very happy to take the over two and a half goals. Again, there's massive pressure on them to win the game. They can't accept the draw. Um, so unless it's, you know, 1-0, and last week they tried to hold on to the 1-0 and they couldn't do it do it because they're not good enough, um, then there's a very good chance, I think, that this goes over. Tromso themselves are in a great season. And um, actually three of their last four away games have contained over two and a half goals. So um, they're very good on the break. They've got some fast players. Watch out for my Traore and Vegard Erlian. Early in who's on penalties, uh, you might get some big prices there on anytime scorers. Um, but my Traore, especially, is one of those infuriating players who gets in great positions. He doesn't always convert, unfortunately, but he the amount of great positions he gets in is is is, is incredible. So over two and a half again in this Rosenborg game. I know it's getting boring each week, but it has cashed uh, each time I've took it on this show. So um, yeah, Rosenborg against Tromso over two and a half at plus one hundred two. Uh, RJ, that's my second pick. It's a nice little plus money, and they certain every recently when they've played, there's been quite a bit of fireworks between these two sides. So um, it's good, good find here, Steve at plus plus mm. value. Thought you might like that one. Uh, we're actually going to move to a new country here. We've not done this on the show yet on the World Football Show. We're going to Korea, South Korea, precisely. Uh, K League Two on the 16th of um, July. This is Sunday. Um, I think it's a nine eight a.m. Eastern. Oh, time. You're, you're close, Steve. Seven a.m. Eastern. Seven a.m. You're, you're close. I mean, I commend you on that one. That's uh, <laughs> getting good. The problem is, I use a bloody website for these. <laughs> 
games where it shows Central European time. So I'm having to convert to my time, and then I'm having to convert to Eastern time. So this oh, is why yeah. I make so many mistakes on this show. But um, anyway, um, this is a match between Giongniam against Giongniam. <laughs> yep, that's uh, we're going to go with that. I, I, I wasn't even going to try uh, to the pronunciation. I was going to lean on you, actually. So thank you for that, Steve. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Sunday, right? Sunday morning at on 7 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, first place side, uh, Gyeong Yam versus the seventh place side, Jeon Nam. Um, so similar um, sounding teams may maybe pronounced a little differently than what Steve and I are, but that's our best go at it. Um, and you know, it's it's an interesting play. It sort of stood out to me. Uh, Jeon Yam, the the first place side, has scored 36 goals in 18 matches. Um, they've allowed 20 and then the away side have scored 27 in, uh, in 19 matches and, and 33 allowed, um, loaded with Brazilian players. And I was, I was trying to figure out and determine why like this, the, the Korean leagues are, are typically flooded with Brazilian players. Um, I don't know the history behind it, but I know there's a strong trade agreement between South Korea and, and Brazil. So maybe they've, uh, they've talked some, some sports in there and they said, all right, let's, let's get some of your, uh, it tallies men over to this league and, and start lighting it up because they certainly have the top two goal scorers in K league two are both Brazilian and they're both on, uh, these two sides. Um, so there's no shortage of goal scoring talent between these sides. Um, you know, they're in round 21. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'd say they're probably close to at least halfway, maybe 60% through the season. So there's still a lot left to play for. It's quite tight up at the top. There's three teams with 30 plus points. Oh, there's actually five teams with 30 plus points. Um, but looking at this, um, you know, Guang, Young Yam, the, the first place side, have scored at least two goals in the last uh, five overall matches at home. They've been quite consistent, they haven't really kept clean sheets either. Um, looking at their recent numbers here, they've, uh, they've scored 1.84, 1.6 against haven't kept a clean sheet, haven't failed to score and the roadside John Yam have scored, uh, 1.6 goals for and allowed just under three, 2.8 goals allowed, uh, over the last five away matches. And this is against much weaker sides, uh, than the, the first place side here. So, Again, it's 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 a it's a play that I approach from a statistical perspective. I, I like to target sides where you have consistent goal scoring threats, um, you know, that are just you know simply playing very well. In fact, the top leading goal scorer, Gleason, twenty six year old Brazilian, has scored six goals in his last five matches. Uh, last two matches, he scored two goals apiece. So he's certainly on fire. Um, the form is incredible, and uh, he's got a great side to pounce on. So, so again, looking at that and the play all beyond here is over 2.75 goals as well at minus 112 in this match. I have to say this goal line looks remarkably low for yeah. the results that the teams are involved. I mean, Yonian have had two consecutive three-all draws. It's, I mean, clean sheets rarely for it for both. This looks a great spot, actually, RJ. I, I can't believe it'll kick off a 2.75 goal line. So, you know, um, and that's and that's a good point, Steve. Though that's why we try to do this show um, as early as we do because this is the best time to try to jump in. And you know, you talk to a lot of handicappers. You, you, there's some that try to target lines as soon as they come out, which I respect and commend. Um, 
sometimes life gets in the way. But as long as we try to lock in at least a couple days in advance, right, you you typically get the best value. And, you know, I, I would say this should move by kickoff. I would expect this line minus 140, minus 145 at over 2.75, maybe even shift to over three at, at even money um, by kickoff, my, my guess. I think it will kick off an over three goal line, uh, a shade of odds on. And I, I, I would absolutely still get on that looking at these stats. I think yeah. it's um, at very worst three goals in this game, RJ. It looks a great spot to me. So that was Yonyam uh, against Yonyam uh, over 2.75. <laughs> We've absolutely butchered these pronunciations. It reminds me of, you know, I, that's remember Gangnam style. The, yes, um, <laughs> I do. I do. It, it reminds me mind. of that now that you say that. <laughs> Sprung to mind when, when, um, when I saw these two names. If anyone is listening and knows exactly how to pronounce these, then do please get in touch. Someone actually tweeted about the, the one in Norway last week, um, and uh, that will help us out for the future for sure. So, absolutely, um, going to finish off the show with a final pick for me. Actually, it was two picks. I've got. I've added one. Um, I've got an outright pick as well. Um, this is Sweden out of Enskan and. Um, the match between Elfsborg and IFK Gothenburg, or as they are known um, locally, EF Core Jotteborg, um, uh, might be on your betting sheet as Gotteborg. Um, it's yep. not actually pronounced that, but uh, don't get confused. And I'll go with Elfsborg handicap, minus one and a half uh, Asian handicap at minus 109. Now, this is one of my least favorite handicaps in football, uh, in soccer across the world. Because it's all or nothing. You either win or you lose. There's no in-between. You either cover the handicap or you don't. There's no half losses. There's no pushes. None of that. No half wins. It's you win or you lose. And I, I think you guys in America actually quite like that in a way, don't you? Um, but I I hate that feeling where it is all or nothing. But I'm, I'll have to put my money where my mouth is here. And Elfsborg are just playing far too good for EF Core. Yotheborg right now, in my opinion. Um, the top of the league. They could win the title, Elfsborg. I'm, I'm not sure they will because I think Malmo may well respond. But, um, you know, they were excellent last week. 4-0 away at Kalmar. 2-0 recently against Hammerby. Uh, the two matches since they come from their summer break. And they're facing a team, for me, who are uh, just a disgrace. Um, and I think they're going to get relegated. IFK Gothenburg. And I'm going to also suggest an outright pick for them to be directly relegated at plus 100 to finish in the bottom two because I don't see two worse sides than them this season. They just recently lost against Varberg, who are joint bottom of the table with on eight points. And I can tell you now, Varberg are a terrible, terrible footballing team. And it took IFK Gothenburg 85 minutes to have a shot on target in that game at home, which they've recently had a new manager I don't think it's going to do them any good because the club is just run, at the core of the club is run terribly. Um, recruitment all seems wrong, you know everything. Just as I, I, this is a, it would be an unbelievable bit of shock news if they did get relegated. But I'm struggling to see how they survive from what I've seen. So I think they're going to get battered. I think you're talking three nil, four nil. You could look at team totals for Elfsborg. You could look at over goal lines, but. The minus one and a half does cover the two nil win, which is always possible um, if you dominate a game and just don't quite convert your chances. I don't see Gothenburg scoring. I'll be honest, I don't. I think they're a, they're an absolute mess. They really lack goals. Um, Twelve goals in fourteen games, and six of those were in one match where they they beat uh, Degerfors six nil a long time ago. Now, um, 
So yeah, not bad times. They're actually my favourite team in Sweden, IFK Gothenburg. I've actually got a scarf behind me, which my friend uh, gave me this year who was out there in Sweden. Um, so it's quite disappointing from a personal perspective. But yeah, I'm going to be betting against them here. Uh, Elfsborg do the business for me. And um, yeah, plus 100 to be directly relegated in the bottom two. I can't, I can't not snap that up. Yeah, I don't blame you. I actually looked at this from that 1.75 Asian handicap in line. I considered it. Um, but, hey, Steve, the good news is if they do get relegated, maybe they'll be very strong in the in the super, super Etten. I, mean, I didn't pronounce it, but the, the first division in Sweden, right? Um, can you give me the pronunciation of that so I know that for future? Uh, you, you nailed it. I think Super Etten. Super Etten. All right, perfect. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the good news is if they do get relegated, they probably would be a strong side down there. But uh, But hopefully they, well. For sake of your bet, I mean, I guess we want them to, but your scarf, you know, we want to keep that scarf uh, present here. It can do teams good to go down. In Norway, Brann recently, Lillestrøm, they went down, they come straight back up. And in a way, it would be terribly embarrassing for them, but um, they may need to go down. And, um, you know, the worst thing for them, there's two teams in the top three in Super Etten. They're actually from the Gothenburg region as well. Hecken are the other team from Gothenburg. Mm -hmm. They won the title in Asvenskan last year. It's a shocking time to be a diehard IFK Gothenburg fan. And I think it's going to sadly get worse. So, yeah, get on Elfsborg to claim a convincing win against them. They're minus 109 on the minus one and a half Asian handicap. That completes the week. A bumper show, several picks there. Plus, we did the Gold Cup, RJ. Um, smart work, my friend. Yeah, likewise. Good work, Steve. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's rebound this week. And... Um... And hopefully we, uh, we we get back on the positive side of our uh, of our returns and and look forward to uh, continuing this with you throughout the summer. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. And I've got a feeling we may well have a tremendous weekend. Um, best of luck if you're tailing. And thanks very much for listening. We always appreciate any feedback from the show. Of course, mm -hmm. uh, do you like what you're hearing? Um, how can we be better? I don't know. Any suggestions are always welcome. And uh, remember, this is in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Please do gamble responsibly. Follow the socials as well at Because We Win on Twitter and on Instagram. From me and RJ, it's goodbye from this episode. Thank you.